Listening to ABQ Central. Well, to be fair. 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 With your host, Van Nunley and Fred Slow. <laughs> All right, this is going to be so good. 95.9 FM, 610, the sports animal. The cream of the crop. And talkabq.com. Turn it up. Fred Slow, alongside me, my battery mate, but I guess in like a like a Caribbean league of sorts, Van Nunley. Good morning, Van. How are you? Peachy peachy, how you be, homie? You sound like you're right here next to me, but you're so far away. Van, I'm not quite getting you if you were there. Oh my goodness. La 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 la, check one, two. You with me, Van, Fredo? Good morning, my friend. How are you? Hey, good morning, my friend. How are you doing? Hmm. What? Check one, two, check one, two. Trying to figure me, out the technical difficulties on my end. Good morning, Van. I'm sorry I'm not able to pick you up clearly. Can you hear me, my friend? I can hear you. Test one, test two, test three. No, I cannot hear Van at all. I can hear Fred. Oh, can... there's my dude. Hey, there's with my me? dude. All right. The magic attack. It's always one button. Coming in one... hot. All right. Good start. We're, we're always one button away from success. Sweet. So we're, uh, hey, you know what I like to do when things like this happen? A little bit of a redo, a little bit of a reezy. Sure. So that's what we're going to Hey, good morning, ABQ. I'm Fred Slow alongside me and my battery mate, Van Allen. Good morning, Van. How are you? So good. good. So good. Got a good night's sleep. Ooh. Got a cup of Joe. I got the handsome and talented Mike <clears throat> Vital. Yeah. You should see how bright it is in here. Oh, totally. It is what so put bright. Put in new lights. Oh. What, like LEDs? Is it LEDs? It's like LSD you're on. Yeah. So no, okay, it's well, LSD lights is what it is. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. There's, that's not, you can't put drugs and lights, to my knowledge. Not with that attitude. So, <laughs> and on the ones and twos, Mike Vital. Good morning, Michael. How are you? Good Good to be here with you guys. Love y'all. Oh, that's very kind of you. Where he, are you? I'm, are you I'm here in studio. Albuquerque? No, no, I'm out of the studio today. I'm working remote. I'm working remote. So I'm at the home studio trying to... Um, bring it through the the portal of technology, my opinion and, and analysis, and also the 10 more draft picks I would give up for James Harden. So I'm at the home studio today. I mean, perennial MVP candidate and Rick Ross impersonator James Harden. Is that who you're talking about? Did we already do top facial hair in sports? Have we done that for the Rushmore yet? It's been, it's been a whole year since we've done that. All right, I'll do it. No, I'm just kidding. Not so, just because uh, it's January, like a like a full like <laughs> turn the calendar eleven times year. Yes, hundred percent, that has happened. We no, the uh, we should do it again. The uh, yeah, big stuff going on in the NBA, big stuff going on in the NFL. Obviously, we'll put a ton of time into that. Um, you know what I need though, Van is I just need I got to open this program up and just telling you what I hate. If it's okay, if I could just get just a couple minutes right off the top, just to tell you that I'm hate filled and I'm mad all the time. Okay, old man, slow <laughs> on his porch. Wait till you get older. 
Oh, my! this is as old as I've ever been, Vital, and because of that, I am angry. I'm angry at the world. I'm angry at pure existence. Um, and I was angry Monday night watching the National Championship van. Did you take it in? I did, in fact, watch it. I watch it every year. I like <sighs> the spectacle. I am not a guy who watches commercials. I have streaming services. I, have, I don't think I have seen a commercial legitimately outside of a sporting event since TiVo was invented. Does that sound right? Sure. There were more commercials in this national championship game than there was football, Van. Yeah, that's correct. It was ridiculous. And then, as I'm watching the game, it's not even a game. Like, like the Crimson Boys doubled them up, Van. Doubled them up in games played and points. Like, <laughs> there was a lot of love in Vegas for Ohio State the last couple of days, too. The bets for, for Ohio why? State. Yep. Oh, because you got to balance it out. Vegas knows what they're doing. Sure. Yeah, Vegas don't play no games. But no, I, t- I try to... Vegas tried literally to... plays games. That's kind of well, okay. what they do. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The game they play is not playing games. That's, okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> Oh, I tell you what, I just it was it took everything in my power just to take that game in Monday night. I could not have been more disconnected from Alabama, Ohio State than well anyone else really. Like it was, it was from the very beginning up until the very end because there wasn't ten seconds where anything was in question where I was like, oh, this is worth watching. This is totally engaging. Yeah, I did not enjoy the second half, especially the fourth quarter. Ohio State didn't do enough to mount a good comeback and make it interesting. No. And, and the most interesting thing about the game is, like, how many yards and catches is Devonta Smith going to rack up? Oh, there we go. There's and then he demolishes that. the record, and then he gets hurt. <sighs> so, like, the only captivating part of the, the program is gone. He gone. Is that... Is that the talk here on ABQ Central today? Is it, hey, Devonta Smith, it's cool you won the 18th championship for Alabama. Cool. Um, don't mess up your NFL. Sure. Like, yeah. Like, what is he, a sophomore? So he can't even go this year, right? So that's like next year. No, he's gone. Maybe, oh, he's gone? Yeah. So it's a, uh, like, don't do anything moving forward. Like, don't be seen in public. Like, no one needs to know how the hand is doing. Like, don't don't tweet it. Don't gram it. Don't whatever you got to do. If you follow Donald Trump to MySpace, don't do that. Like, who's in his top five? Just Donald's or Devonta Smith? Uh, Both. Uh, Devonta Smith. uh, All right. So today's varsity. (laughs) Today's varsity, Vital, is going to be people you put in your top five on MySpace. Okay. So, and we're going to use 2021 rules. I don't think Vital knows what MySpace is. No, oh, I just, knows. do people still use it? <laughs> oh, no, okay. Uh, they, I mean, they're going to get the reference, and if not, we're going to explain it to nauseam. So today's varsity is, with 2021 application, who you would put in your MySpace? Was, is it top four, top eight? What are we, which one are we going I with? I forget. MySpace top what? Is it top seven? I thought it was top. top. It has to be an even number. I believe it's top eight. Top eight. Okay, so that's what we're doing today. We're we're building the top eight. The MySpace top eight is today's varsity of 2021. You know, relative to 15 years ago when when MySpace was a thing. Okay, so uh, I like it a lot. 
Yeah, so yeah, he's got a he's just got to hide. Um, I did appreciate that he got on the microphone with ESPN after the game and and showed a little personality and gave me a little bit of him. Like I love that excitement. The opposite of Nick Saban, who you know now holds the records for most national championships ever, and has given eighteen of them to the University of Alabama. But gosh, guys, give me anything, you know, like give me anything. Like you have just won the national championship again, like you do every year, and you're just gonna stand there stone face. Stone face? Fred, I think we need to storm the Capitol and okay. have some serious commercial regulations <laughs> on professional sporting events. This is not professional. Look, a football game should not take four hours. No. Okay? Three hours is pushing it. Correct. It's a 60-minute game, and I don't know if you know this, Fred, but in a 60-minute football game, it's been calculated Mm-hmm. That there's only in between 11 and 15 minutes of actual moving action per game. So it takes you- four hours to present this sport where they're only in motion from in between 11 to 15 minutes out of this Hold four on. hours. Let me make sure I got the right what you're saying. Yes. Because I think I'm trying to do it in my head. So the ball gets kicked off. Those seconds count. So the ball's going. It yes. gets caught. Okay, yes. now we're at our first play. People we've only yeah. we've action. only seen live action. Correct. So then Alabama hikes the ball, turns and hands it off to one of their seventy five blue chip running backs. Correct. He runs it for three seconds, gets tackled, and Correct. then thirty seconds runs off the clock with nothing happening. Exactly. Okay, I see so, what you're saying. Yeah. So an actual action in a football game, it's somewhere between eleven and fifteen minutes per game. So you're sitting there for four hours to watch in between 11 and 15 minutes. Better make it uh, captivating when you look at it like that. They need to take some tips from Andres Trujillo over at the runners and be like, here's what you do when there's downtime for your fans. And give me like a, give me like a hide the football underneath the like football helmet. Oh yeah. Like Like the little three Z game. Do you know what I'm talking about? Sure. Have like a beefing little leaguers come out there and play some Papa shot. I would love that. that kind of thing. That's yeah, like you're like, talking minor league promotions. Hey, Van, we pulled uh, you out of the stands to see if you could put on this frozen T-shirt in under a minute. <laughs> it's like they've wrapped it in rubber bands and frozen it, and thrown it in a freezer, and you're like, "Of course I can." And the first thing you do is take off your own shirt, and they're like, "No, put it over the shirt you're wearing." Like a it's, decade ago, I went to a um, El Paso Diablos game. All right, I would like to know more, yes. All right, and unbeknownst to me, my lady friend at the time signed me up for one of those in-between innings games. Nice. And it was the balloon-popping game. Are you familiar with that one? Yeah, and this is the face-to-face or the butt-to-balloon? All of them. Okay. So the guy is standing there, and the girl runs like a little sprint, grabs a balloon, comes back, and then you smash them in between your chests. This and is then she runs back, and grabs another balloon, and then like a helper sets a chair down, and then you set the balloon uh, in your genital region, and Ooh. she sits on it and pops it. Okay. And then she runs down and gets another balloon, and then lays. Then you lay down and you hover the balloon on top of your region. And then so she there's jumps a lot of in your window. A lot yes. of in your window. Okay. Yeah. Luckily, there was no in yo out Am I right? Okay, that's. I mean, yeah, it was very sexual, and there's like thousands of children there. I was like, you got to really choose your in between inning games wisely. 
I don't think I believe that there were a thousand of, pe- like, of, ch- of anyone, not just children, at the, what was it, uh, Independent League what? El, El Paso. El Paso travels. Okay, tra- so that's that's El Paso AAA, travels to El Paso. <laughs> okay. <laughs> El Pasian comes out for El Paso. Yeah, yeah, it's a big deal. El Pasian, as it's called, south of the border. I don't know if that's correct. That is made up, but it sounded accurate. Um, what happens if you take a college football team that's played five games and put them up against a professional football team? Um, they lose like 52 to 28. Yeah, what was they it? Get, they get doubled up. <laughs> they get super doubled up. The, uh, I'm going to put a bow on it. The, and the that's our back. second favorite kind of doubling up on in Alabama. Okay. <laughs> Harris is a first rounder. Jones is probably a second rounder. Devonta Smith's probably a top five guy. Patrick Sertain, Jalen Waddle. I don't know if I missed anyone, but they'll all be they'll all be drafted on Sundays. So there you go. You want to talk a lot of James Harden when we get back? Yes, please. I love that. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ Studios, where of course powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. And today's the last day, Van, that I'm gonna let people know that we spent the holidays at the Rio Rancho Convention Center. Ninety five point nine FM AM six ten D Sports Animal. Back on the program. All right, breaking news, man. Are you ready for this? Hit me. The Nets have given up another draft pick for James Harden. <laughs> Did they? Where'd they yeah. find another one? So they're up to, let Is me make sure. I in a basement right. in Georgia? Is that where they found that extra draft pick? You remember when Doctor Strange was like, there's a 1 in 17,475,221 chance? that the Avengers would defeat Thanos? Because that's the exact same number of draft picks that the <laughs> Nets have given up for James Harden. The seven years in a row, they either get a first-rounder or a pick swap. Is that correct? Yes. So for seven years in a row, they're going to have a unprotected plusy. No, hold on. Every other year. Yeah, every so, other year. Yes. It's 22, 24, and 26. They'll give up. Oh, all right. So on the evensies, they get an extra. And then on the oddsies, if it's a better pick, they can swap, but they don't have to. Correct. If it's not a better pick, that's up to the boys in Houston on if that's going to happen. Um, for some other reason, the Pacers and the Cavaliers are involved. What? <laughs> like, I, okay, I guess. So the all right. So I got the breakdown. You ready? Okay. And this was Thursday, right? So today's already Saturday. So this is all right, three days in the past. So, okay. Ramona? No, no, that's not correct. They tra- All right, so the Rockets trade Levert to the Pacers for Victor Olandipo. 80s R&B legend Gerald Levert? I believe it is not him. Oh. Okay, so then that part's done. That's fine. Okay. So then center Jared Allen and forward, I guess, Tauron Prince. Is that the son of Tayshon Prince? I don't know. Are headed to the Nets, are headed from the Nets to the Cavaliers, and the Rockets receive Dante Exum yes. and Brooklyn forward Rondis Karukas. I don't know who these guys are. Okay, cool. So there's all the players. So if you care about, if you're so NBA that you care about players, now you know where they're at. You forgot Great. about Oladipo going to Houston too. No, I mentioned that you were Did making you? your joke about Levert. Ah, so, so. 
you were chomping at the bit so hard. <laughs> All right, so he, and now it's the draft picks. So it's even years. One goes from New York, or excuse me, Brooklyn, because you can't be the New York Nets because Tim Tebow already plays for the New York Mets, and you don't want any confusion, Van. You sure. have to be the Brooklyn Nets. So, all that stuff we just talked about, 21, 23, 25, and 27, is the swaps. Ooh, okay. That's a lot. Is this former Arizona State Sun Devil worth all of this? That's the question. Well, he's been a top five NBA player since he got a starting job. I'll buy that. So my f- original inclination was whoever gets the top five guy whoever gets James Harden is the winner of the trade no matter what there's not a lot of guys that can take over a basketball game he's an elite scorer he's an MVP so the Nets won right I for some reason left out and I meant to not leave this out that the Rockets also get Cleveland's 2022 first-round pick, the one they got from the Bucks. And you got to think picks don't matter here because the Nets are going to be so good that their picks are going to be way late in the round. But after further analysis, Fred. Yes, keep analyzing. Yes, after further analyzing the situation. This Nets experiment is going to be really good for like three years. But after that, swap them. They're going to blow it all up. There, there are so and many... so those picks, those picks and those pick swaps later are going to be lottery picks after the first couple years. So I Houston the... did phenomenal. Yeah. And I want to hit the value of the trade before we start really breaking down like chemistry and the, the, all that kind of stuff. The, the thing to me, though, is like. Right now, there's COVID-19. Are you familiar? Are you familiar with COVID-19? You are. Okay, that is true. Personally, <laughs> biblically, I know them. <laughs> so, with that said, Kyrie Irving just went on, like, COVID-19 quarantine. Like, this year... Is, is, that, not, is that what he did? Yeah. Is that, is that what he did? Is that not correct? Did uh, I get that wrong? I don't know. I think he went on the lamb. I think he went what? AWOL. Well, that's what I'm saying, and we're going to get to that point, too. But, yeah, our Brooklyn Nets star Kyrie Irving forego over $800,000 for violating NBA COVID-19 rules. Okay. So, so but, yeah, you're, you are correct, right? So, he's, he's on it. But because of it, he has to quarantine. Yes. Yes. So, and we'll get into the head stuff in the next segment because we could spend 45 minutes on it. The the thing here is, like, you you're gambling – on the un- and it's so unknown right now that I think it's a safe gamble to like have an asset on your team that doesn't want to be there and is you know you know the what, how, how many games they played this season a dozen you know and of that they're you know they're all garbage and this this is the move this is like GM wise this is as good as it gets for what you could get yeah I mean it's very well played by James Harden. Shows up overweight. I mean, and shows up overweight. <laughs> so, have you seen this guy? Yes, I he's, know exactly what you're talking about. He's, he's wider than Barkley. 
That's okay. I mean, so that's a really good way to like get your dude to break up with you if you just like come in like way overweight. Not Barkley in his prime. So like, <laughs> Barkley, Barkley now. now. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I do feel a little bit too like the players have soured on James Harden, right? Like, I don't feel like he's one of the boys anymore. He's one of the boys after the game. He's absolutely that. Yeah, for sure. Congratulations to Brooklyn Strip Clubs. Yeah, they're going to do all right. Vital, you own stock in any Brooklyn Strip Clubs? Because it question. is going through the roof right now. I wish I did. <sighs> and Brooklyn Hardys. Those are going to be doing really good, too. All Brooklyn Wendy's that are close to the stadium. What can you really come, like, who is that late first-round guy that, like, we don't know exactly who it is coming out of college, but who's the current one in the NBA that's the example, right? Who's that late first-round pick guy that Houston has to get out of one of these seven picks that's going to make that difference? Like a Pascal Siakam type, like a – Draymond Green type if draft you get, steal. If you get two of those guys, yeah. I think that does something for your team. Because there's not like a single entity where these guys are drafting. So they're still going to have to do all those other things. And people want to live in Houston. Houston's the jam. Like outside of like COVID-19, Houston is a very enjoyable city. And there's no income tax. You can get players to come down there. They're going to do real good. And if you can tell those players, well, here's the thing. Like, who's a, who's a good free agent here in a couple of years? Tony Parker was taken 28th. That's a really good example. That's a really good example. Manu Ginobili was taken the second round. Yeah. That's San Antonio front office, though. That's a whole other story. Yeah. They don't count. But no, no. That, yeah, no. That's, no one else in the league's, like, GM's arms are long enough to box with San Antonio. The thing that's like a thing right now, and, I, and like I said, I don't know who it is. Is it Jason Tatum? Let's go with Jason Tatum. So let's say Jason Tatum comes available in two years, right? Can you look him in the eye and be like, hey, man, I got so many first-round draft picks here. I can trade for anyone you want to play with. Because that's got to be the convincer, right? Sure. Yeah. Like, hey, this, this first season, I will, I will, I will pay you. Or maybe it's a sign and trade, whatever. Give whoever the max. I'm just using Jason Tatum as an example. Come to Houston. We'll trade away six first-round draft picks. You may remember the Nets did it the other day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got them. There's a precedent here. And we'll go do it. We'll go win ships. If they, win, if they win one, it's worth it, Correct. Houston or the Brooklyn? Brooklyn. If Brooklyn yes. wins one, it's worth it. It doesn't have to be multiple. They no, put this big three. They put this big three together. Yeah. And if they win one in the next three years, it's worth it. It doesn't matter if you're demolishing your franchise for a decade after. You got the one ship. You got the one banner. Your fans will always have that one time. Kind of like my Astros without all the scandal and hatred God, you're the most cheated team in the history of all sports the, the teams cheated and then they cheated their fans yes <laughs> like in brooklyn people still celebrate like the brooklyn dodgers ship 
Like it's they like, still celebrate when Biggie's first album came out. They still yes, they put they put like graffiti portraits of him on walls. Now they celebrate when a new Buffalo Exchange opens. All right, that's a weird joke. That's a gentrification joke, Vital. That's a weird if joke. If you didn't that's get a that. good Buff- joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, had, I get that joke. <laughs> I was having that talk the other day when I was talking politics with a friend because I'm obsessed. And it was uh, he was saying something along the lines of like, well, four years ago when Obama was in office, they weren't people weren't waving his flag everywhere. Well, here's the thing. You were in the wrong neighborhoods because they were painting huge murals of him all over the sides of buildings. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the second Obama got into office, they're renaming streets after him in every neighborhood with an 80 plus percent minority rate. Their, like, their murals are your truck flags. Yes. Their yeah. murals are your 60 foot boat at the lake that's wrapped in a, in a Trump vinyl. You know why you don't have Obama vinyls wrapped around everyone? Because guys from the hood can't afford that. Ooh. Dangerous territory. Yeah. Well, I couldn't afford it, and I live in the hood. So I want to talk about the impact it's going to have on the Nets, and I want to talk about all these head cases out there. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central Live from the Talk ABQ Studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion. It's been our holidays at the Rio Rancho Convention Center. 95.9 95.9 FM AM 610, the sports animal. Hi, it's Kirtland Federal Credit Union, your local home for everyday banking, low-rate loans, and mortgages that are as 505 as green chili and balloon flights. Come meet us at kirtlandfcu.org. Federally insured by the NCUA, an equal housing lender. Phrase. Uh, twice. Oh. <laughs> Maybe I'm a little more Remember their last, their last big three? Do I remember the... They had sloppy sloppy seconds with the Celtics' big three. That was weird. That was weird, wasn't it? That was weird. It was very weird. I like that, though. Bear with me here, Fred. Yeah. We got a new super team in Brooklyn. Okay. But I think I could do them one better. Give it to me. So the Nets and Wizards and Clippers... Okay. I have a three-way trade, and they bring Russell Westbrook and Serge Ibaka to Brooklyn. Okay. And trade Kyrie in a pick. All right. They don't have any left. But Can right. you imagine this super team with Kevin Durant, okay, Russell Westbrook, yep, James Harden, uh, and Serge Ibaka? Yeah, that'd be something special. Could you imagine seeing them on court at the same time? Wouldn't that be great? how bad does oklahoma city regret their front office decisions so it's not their front office they have oppo houston as great and tremendous and as wonderful as houston is as a destination to live your life and play basketball oklahoma city is the opposite (laughs) delaware yes hi we're in Delaware. Which is not Brooklyn where it's, hey, I got a gun. Let's go to a Broadway show. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma City. Ugh. We always make that joke about going to the Applebee's, but their Applebee's is so strong. Like People go just for the spin dip. That's Oklahoma City. 
There's an Applebee's on every corner. Yeah, because there's, well, there's nothing else. <laughs> like, there's just, hey, hey, man, do you want to go to Applebee's tonight, or do you want to be a big spender and go to Chili's? Because that's Oklahoma City. Yeah, that's, when they got an NBA franchise, when Seattle moved there and didn't move to St. Louis, I was like, what is going on? How is this a better destination? Look, all, have, all 40,000 people who live in Oklahoma show up for every game, though. <laughs> they do come they out They show up. And it's the ugliest jerseys. It's hideous. It's not, it's a, good, a, gross, it's not a good product. No. It's not a good product. Not, not, not the best product. I don't know what the mascot looks like. Is it just a Thunderbolt? Is it? I don't know. I don't either. Yeah, that's a weird one, Oklahoma City. Because what had happened was, do you remember after Hurricane Katrina? I do. So, um, I mean, obviously Drew Brees was saving the world. But after that, you had to play NBA basketball, and Oklahoma City was like, yeah, we'll host the the New Orleans Hornets or Pelicans or whatever they were at the time. And the NBA was like, good on you. Take Seattle's team. Like, what? How does this make sense? It makes no sense. I Googled a couple things during the break, okay? Hit me. So I Googled Kevin Durant, Headspace, Kyrie Irving, Headspace, and James Harden, Headspace, and they all have news articles within the last day. So it's widely known that they're all crazy, all three of them. Allegedly. You say Headspace or Headcase? Head case. Did I say space? Yes, that, you did. That's my, that's my fault because the Wall Street Journal magazine has an article on Kevin Durant's head space. The Wall Street Journal. That's interesting. I didn't know Why they would, did basketball. I don't either. Is it his head space about investing? No, no. Yeah, it's a, yeah. it's about quote. Some days I hate the NBA. What? Are you trying to make like an edgy stance here as like a like a cool youth pastor? <laughs> I hate religion, but I love God. Like what? Don't don't confuse me here. Don't make me find the point of my own. I don't like this journey. Kyrie Irving says that too. He makes four hundred thousand dollars a game. He's like, I just don't put it first. What? Help me understand, Van. Man, he is he me. is very active on his social stances. And from what I understand is he when he took that time off it was to to help social justice and meet with some politicians and but he's supposed to be with his teammates. I mean he plays basketball. The season has just started. I know it's 9 games in, but you you you're sitting there and you're disrespecting your teammates. That I get. He signed a contract. He could live up to the contract, right? Who did he meet with? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Some like, politicians and some DAs. And what do you got to do? Like, and I'm not trying to downplay it. But like, whoop-de-doo, you Zoomed with some people. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to tell me that takes away from everything else in your life? And I'd love it. Hey, I love it. If your passion, you put your passion wherever you want it to be. Commit to whatever you want to commit to. But, like, 
don't mess around and tell me you can't do two things at once. Sure. I zoom. I got a little clip that goes on my cell phone. I can zoom in the car if I need to. Living in the future. Elon Musk just put up the internet in the space. That's what I'm saying. Like, who is Kyrie Irving meeting with? I'm being serious. Because I, I don't know. Flat Earth Society? Cynthia Nixon. Cool. I hope they solved all the world's problems. It's got to be altruistic, man. That's my point. And even if, like, say you got a game at, like, what, 8 Eastern, right? Here's an 8 o'clock game. If your Zoom is at, like, 7.15, I'm cool with that. You got to be. I mean, he's, gotta be. he's a, like, top 10 in the NBA player, top yeah. 15 maybe. He gets to do what he wants anyways. Why not do That's what you want and support your teammates? Por qué no los dos, Fredo? All right, guys, i got to wrap up the Zoom here. I'm lacing up. Um, if you're not busy after the call, turn on TNT. You can watch me whoop up on the Nuggets. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm in on that. This three's for you, Senator Smith. <laughs> Cynthia Nixon's like, okay, so after you make a shot, I want you to do – I want, you to, I want you to do this hand. He's like, listen, I'm not giving shout-outs. I'm playing basketball. Can't, can't afford the time. Speaking of shout-outs, can we pour out a little liquor for Houston strip clubs? <sighs> My goodness. I, for, I forget the name of the strip club. Oh, thank you, good sir. Appreciate you. Well, that's more of a fill. But... Fill it up. Now we're going to pour it out. Now we pour it out. Okay. Fill it up. Now we pour it out. You know, James Harden has his jersey retired at a strip club. That's not true. That can't be true. Is that true? Yep. Let me find oh, out. I forgot, I forgot the name of it. We're just going to say it's Larry Flint's. <sighs> Did they do theme nights? They have like James Harden theme night. What's the name here? Are they keeping it a secret? There was a basketball player that had a... Uh... A, a certain favorite sandwich in the Atlanta area strip club. Oh yeah, could be wrong, but I can't remember the guy's name. If I was to be, if I was to be a namesake to something, I would I would enjoy it to be a sandwich. Oh yeah, it was chicken strip sandwich or something like that. Something and they made it in his name, and he broke the bubble to go and eat. Well, that's unacceptable. The NBA is ducking COVID-19 right now. There's all kinds of cancellations and weird weird stuff going on. Good Lord. I can't find the name of the club. I believe you, though. But he spent a million dollars no, he didn't. in one sitting. No. And they retired his jersey. He physically took one million cash dollars in uh-huh. there? What does that even look like? Is it like in the movies? Does it, is it just in a duffel? So a basketball insider did a analysis of James Harden's performances on the road so I don't and compared think... them to the ratings of the strip clubs yeah. in that city, and there was like a Google direct review. correlation. Yeah. 
so I don't think it was an insider. I think it was like a redditor. I think it was just like an impassioned Houston fan. Who's Darren like, Ravel. No, Darren Ravel just okay. You're right. It was on Reddit. Yeah, Darren so Ravel shared it. Yeah, so this was just like impassioned Houston fan who was like, I got this theory that the better the games that can be played at night in said city, the worse the game played on the court. Correct. And he was absolutely correct. Yes. Correlation. Kevin Durant's out there. James Harden's out there. Kyrie Irving's out there. We'll finish it up when we get back. Dave Busters presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ Studios, powered by New Mexico Pinon. We spent our holidays at the Rio Rancho Convention Center, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the Sports Animal. Van, do you have a uh, you have a burner social media account? I do not. I used to. No. Okay. I've used one historically, and it was mostly to troll people on Craigslist. Okay. <laughs> Your version of golf is different than my version of golf. You got to have fun with it sometime. Just got to relax. Kevin Durant is the kind of guy. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. I know. And that's why I'm bringing it up. (laughs) The three craziest dudes in the NBA. They're all on one team. Just so happen to be like three of the five best players. And now they're all in the same squad. Forget about Clay Thompson, uh, Draymond Green, and uh, Steph Curry. How about the, those about three in Brooklyn? No, it's the Brooklyn three. Brooklyn, it's not even close. Not even close. Yeah, Wait, not what, even close. What, what, group, what, what, what group would you like to take for a team that wins? I would take the Warriors three instead of the Nets three any day. Well, I mean, they're no, all past their Curry's no. eating it up already. No, you got to. Yeah, I'm looking for the new Yeah, Hawks. yeah. It's not even close. Warriors In- culture, like Warriors locker room. Steve Kerr. Warriors clipboard. Nah. Yeah. I mean, well, that's, I need- that's, what, that's what wins games. That and doesn't win you- any conversations. No. That doesn't win any arguments. If you want this point defended by Van, you can go to Kevin Durant's fake Twitter account where he's already defending it. <laughs> <laughs> Mentally soft, right? Like, gets beat up, lose a championship. Goes to the losers or goes to the winner's team. Okay, now he's a winner, kind of. Got to join another big three. It's just super soft. He's soft. Say that to his face. I just tweeted at him. Just tweeted at him. Did you do it? No. Don't do it from the show Twitter. Do it from your Twitter. Yeah, of course. Or no, totally do it from the show Twitter. Actually. What's your problem, egg emoji icon avatar? Just like his fake Twitter account. Ugh. And then Kyrie Irving is all over, but he don't think the world is round, dog. He thinks outside the box. (laughs) He's an outside-the-box thinker. That's how you describe, like, a weird nephew that never comes to family holidays. Exactly. And I don't know if you remember this, but off the top of my head, either Moses Malone or Moses Malone Jr., I don't remember which, like, Kevin Dur- or excuse me, James Harden, like, hired a bunch of people to, like, allegedly, like, rob him and beat him up a couple of years ago. Like, what is going on? That one I did not hear. Oh, this is real. Do you not know about this? I'm apparently I've not. I've never heard of it. 
Oh my gosh, this is a real thing. Let me find this real quick. So, and and I apologize for not knowing if it's Moses Malone or Moses Malone Jr. Because that's a thing that I should probably know. But this would have been 2017. Okay, here we go. You ready? So this is from the Washington Post. James Harden accused of paying for assault and robbery of Moses Malone Jr. <laughs> Good this lord, is twenty grand. For, this is for yeah. He paid him twenty grand to beat him up. I think of at course, like a strip club. Of course, he hired a bouncer at a strip club to do it. I mean, most people go to prison for that. The NBA did an awesome job of keeping this under the table because I don't remember this at all. We weren't on the radio at this time. There's no reason for this to be on your radar. That's fair. And if you pay twenty grand to a bouncer to beat up a guy at a strip club, and there was more than just one bouncer, it was like a group, but you're able to steal twenty grand worth of jewelry from the guy that you beat up, that to me is a net win. Well, we now know where twenty thousand of that mill went. Right. Mm-hmm. Slow night. And the nets are like you know what, I think I think we'll put all three of these guys in the same place. <laughs> like, Why not? You got to take that chance, right? Here's some hyphenated words. Woo, if this thing goes so bad, Houston's oh, going to come so out good. even bigger. It's gonna be, yes, that's what I'm saying is going to happen. Seven lottery picks out of getting rid of cancer. Like, if you tell me I could, I could beat cancer yes. and win the lottery on the same day, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a decent day. That's it's a, a pretty good day. It's, it, no matter how many more days I have, that one is going to be that one's going to be in the mix for a long time. Yes. You get rid of your guy who's a horrible teammate. It's negative publicity. Correct. Goes to the rival strip club than the one you own. Oh, bogus. You get rid of that cancer out of your locker room. And you get seven, seven lottery picks. Oh, my God. Could they not believe lottery. it? Not lottery. Could they're they're going to be lottery picks. Yeah, they could be. That's first so first couple years are going to be late rounders, but when this thing explodes in Brooklyn's face, Houston's going to be sitting pretty for a long time. They got head cases. They got a problem with their head space. The whole thing's head scratching. I just don't know, man. This is... And I love it. I mean, this is the stuff I love. You're like, do you watch Inside the NBA with uh, Shaq and all those guys? And Ahmad Rashad? <clears throat> oh, not Inside the NBA. <laughs> That's so funny that I just said that. Because, like, the NBA in America is not about the game. It's about the spectacle, right? Like, I think across the world it's different. I think worldwide, like, all those European countries that super love it and as big as it's gotten in Australia. Yeah, Europe, Europe doesn't care about no tmz stuff no, like we they do don't care about that they, they want to play the game they but got a I bunch swear. of manus over there playing it yes. right and i want charles barkley quotes yes and i'm gonna get them from this nets team it's totally the most exciting thing in the game right now and i love that i love that i want to know lebron james's reaction to have to beat another big three in the finals i love that I mean, he, was he the hard an addition to make a big three or to actually have a teammate for Kevin Durant? Because Kyrie's gone AWOL. Well, he wanted Westbrook. That didn't work. And then he wanted John Wall. That didn't work. You're talking about in Houston. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then, and all these picks are great, but if you could have got Ben Simmons, Houston, that's the move that you should have made. I think, I, guess, I think they made the best possible decision, getting I all those too. picks. You're right. Those picks I'm, and those pick swips. Swips, swaps, swips. Swippities, swappers. You can do some swip. trades with that. Yeah. There's so many of them. So much capital. All of the capital. I mean, John Wall and Ben Simmons are kind of the same player, right? Like, what are you going to do with two of those guys? That's not going to help you. Seven years worth of draft picks, that'll help you. Kyrie and Harden are the same player. Dribble, 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 shoot. Uh, NBA insiders would disagree with that. I'm just talking but they, about but they, they both do need the ball a lot to have a successful game. James Harden said, I'm going to do what I need to do for the team to be successful. Makes his debut on Monday night. Well, that'll last a half. If they go in down at the half van, he's going to come out and be like, I just let me do this. I, guys, have been doing this a long time. I'll just do it. <laughs> hey, it's nice to meet you. My name is James Harden. I'm, go- I'm the one doing it. <sighs> Celebrate afterwards. Well, Houston uh, didn't take them long to get rid of him. They saw his production go down, and they what? In his last five games with the Rockets, they lost four. Yeah, and he was he was barely twenty points when oh. he was averaging over forty. Because he dialing it in. They're like, this He's is enough. Trying We've to get it. traded. Yeah, yeah. And whenever the team comes to you and they're like, "Hey, you know, in case you hear it through the media or whatever, you know, like we're shopping you." Hey, MVP. You're making us worse, best basketball player on the court. <laughs> Houston's dumb, though, right? They won't do anything the rest of the year. They're garbage. Oh, yeah, and they're going to punt yeah. punt all their, their players. Victor Oladipo, he's just a flip. Yeah, that's what he is. Yeah. There's some, like, pretty bottom-feeding teams in the West right now, though. Like, they'll scrape out some wins against some people, and you'll be like, okay. I hate to keep making fun of the Nuggets. They got some talent. And that's the thing about the that with the best players were almost at a point where they're not all from America anymore. You know, like put some guys with names I can't pronounce on some teams, and I'll be like, no, they can't do anything. Oh, here's the thing: I just haven't heard of them yet. Yeah, because I don't know. Because Michael Jordan changed the game thirty years ago. The dream, dream team is thirty years ago, man. That's crazy. Shut your mouth. God, that just hit me. Quit rubbing it in. We do NFL the rest of the program. I can dig it. Me too. Dave Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ Studios, part of New Mexico Pinon. Spend our holidays at the Rio Rancho Convention Center. Ninety-five point nine FM, AM six ten. The Sports Animal. Football and calls five zero five. Two four six zero six ten. All right, Van. You want to do housekeeping first, or you want to do playoffs first? Dealer's choice. All right, housekeeping. Okay. Okay. Jacksonville Jaguars have a new head coach. Sure do. Okay. Urban Meyer is going to go down to Jacksonville, which you may remember um, he's coached in Florida before. Sure. So get ready to see Tim Tebow as an offensive coordinator. Team Chaplin. Yeah. <laughs> Don't hate that, actually. If, you, if that is a position, yes. Yes, that is. 
Um, I like it a lot. I like I as far as for like the Jaguars, I think it works really well. Obviously, you're going to get Trevor Lawrence. I can you think of a better starting point for Trevor Lawrence? Yeah, like being on a good team. Well, there's that, but it doesn't work that way in the NFL. I mean, Competitive besides balance. that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Urban Meyer, little known fact. Okay. The winningest coach by terms of winning percentage of any league. NFL, college, any division, Urban Meyer is the winningest head coach in the history of coaching. But what? Yep. In terms of winning percentage, higher winning percentage than Bill Belichick, Nick Saban, anybody, any football coach, he has a higher winning percentage than. I'm going to say I believe you. Because I, I didn't know it until you started saying it. Right. But there's, like, I would not have even come close to thinking that was a thing. Well, good for him. So odds on he's going to win. If you go by any historical metric. Yeah, he's a winner. It'll take him a year or two to figure it out. Okay. Well, and that's the thing. He's going to have multiple years. Because they're not going to. You're not going to get a new head coach. You're not going to get a new whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, this is it. Look, he, he's in a good position. They got a lot of picks. Seven picks, Jacksonville, the first 70 uh, players. I mean, he they're, they're loaded. He's in a good situation here. Very good situation. I'd take that job, too. And he's got an owner that wants to spend money and win and change the franchise and then move it to London. <laughs> Welcome really to like London, Shad- Trevor Lawrence. I really like Shad Khan. I know you do. He's a wrestling I, guy. Well, his son, Tony Khan, owns AEW Wrestling. Shad Khan, a University of Illinois grad. And when the Rams were leaving St. Louis, when Stan Kroenke decided to do that, the Jaguars were the only team that said no. No, this is no. Good for them. Yeah, so I'm Team Jaguars. I'm a Jaguars. Wires? Wars? Jag- Jaguars. Shaggy yeah. That's what I say down there. Jaguars. Alabama. Shaggy Atlanta is a new head coach. That's not really as sexy to me, but Arthur Smith, who's been helping the Tennessee Titans on the offensive side for, I guess, really just one season. He's done it all, though. I think it was two seasons, but yeah. anyhow, oh, it's, he? it's, it's, yeah, it's a real a, balanced offense. He's a Swiss Army knife coach. Okay. He's done it all for the Titans organization. First move, cut Todd Gurley. Oh, yeah. See ya. For sure. See ya. The ghost of Todd yeah. Gurley. Poor yeah. guy. Just um, fell off a cliff. That knee, after that knee injury, never the same. I know this one uh, hits home with you, Van, this story here. Okay. Seattle Seahawks wide receiver Josh Gordon suspended indefinitely again. Isn't that sad? That is sad. So sad. (sighs) He shouldn't have been suspended in the first place. Yes, that is the point I wanted you to make immediately. For some weed. (sighs) You You put your physical and mental health for entertainment. Get the crap beat out of you, and you can't even smoke weed. So dumb. And he's grandfathered into, like, the 2013 rules. Exactly. So the NFL is super close. I mean, it's already been, what, decriminalized the NFL? It's about to be. I'm sure it's going to be encouraged here in another year or two. But they've, they've tore up his life, ruined his career over some weed. The NBA doesn't even test for it anymore. 
As they shouldn't. Yeah. You know what you shouldn't do? What's that, friend? Shouldn't drive across multiple states with hundreds of pounds of marijuana to make a drug deal with your high school friend. Shouldn't I do that? You know what you should do if you want to? What's that? Smoke some weed. Yes. Eat a friggin' gummy bear or whatever the kids are doing these days. Have yourself a little... A little reefer lollipop, if you want. I don't know. Who, you who do you, Josh you? Gordon. Yeah, do you. Who cares? <clears throat> Nobody cares. Other side of the coin. It was right there in writing when you took the job. You knew what you were signing up for. You're not beating your wife. No. You're not beating your kids with a stick. You're not, <laughs> you're not driving hundreds of pounds of weed across state lines. No. You're just smoking a joint after the <clears throat> game. You're not really your body anyone. is sore in an elevator and you're anxious. That's the thing with self-medicating, isn't it? Yeah. To, to where it's like I work so hard every day. And what if you like and most people do. You know, maybe and maybe they've never gone on this path, but like it's easy to have an affinity for like like pain pillars. It's easy to have an affinity Brett like Favre. you fall in lo- Yes. You fall in love with that stuff. Yeah. And if you have a way to offset that, like Josh Gordon, and even if it's not for that, even if Josh Gordon is just like, helps me sleep, dog. It's I'm mental health. Yeah, it's mental yeah. health for him. He's got really bad anxiety, and self-medicating with marijuana helps him. Will it help me? Because I have that. No, 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 no. Yours is yours is uh, deep-seated in yeah. your uh, lifelong failures. That's, that's, that's different. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sound, like, sound like my dad. That's, that's the joke. <laughs> the joke is you, Fred. You are the joke. So in 2013, Von Miller, he's kicked out of the league for six games because he performance-enhancing drugs. Mm-hmm. He's back in the news. So he's being investigated by police in, in Denver. Okay? I saw that. Yeah, but I have no idea why. I know. It's a secret. I hate that. For the first time ever, TMZ didn't get their hands on it. Oh, God. Not a more reliable news source on the. I'm not being facetious here. There's no joke. TMZ will get the story first and give you the facts. Isn't that crazy That's how it. like they That's turn it. into a reputable all they do. news breaking source? They beat ESPN for sports stories. Yeah. All the time. And then because ESPN's like, well, we're going to give you news and then we're going to give you five guys to give me an opinion. I don't want that. I don't need that. I don't want to see Tim Tebow on the TV telling me about football players. I want to see him on the TV taking rips in the batting cage. A low bar for entertainment. Speaking of batting cages, <laughs> I'm not a fan of electronic music, Fred, or the rave culture. No, why would you be? Well, I want to say congratulations to DJ LeMayhew. Well, okay. he got a he got a really big contract. He's going to do Gosh. a. Uh, 162 show tour in 30 cities That's this year. Multiple back-to-back nights. So, <laughs> multiple shows and back-to-back nights. Yeah. 162 shows in 30 different cities. They're paying the DJ $90, 90 million dollars for this contract. Mil. Yeah. Six years, 90 mil. Good work if we can get it. Congratulations. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something out loud. This is a COVID-19 deal. Okay. Because he should have got way more. Top five in MVP voting two years in a row? Yes, he should have got a lot more. Yeah. There's something that we're not seeing here. 
who went first and second the last two years in batting average, yeah, he deserves way more. He deserves way more. Will he get it? I don't know. Well, he can't now. He's stuck for six years. <laughs> How old is he? 31? Is that right? <sighs> all right. So at 37, you're all but done. I tell that to Nelson Cruz. Who went back on that ball? Thirty-two. Thirty-two. So at thirty-eight, he comes free again. Retire Yankee. You're not gonna get that. He's gonna get a ring. Yankees will win one in the next six years. If they win one, he's another Yankee who signed a high dollar deal and won one. If they win two, he's a big deal in Yankee history. Was it? 2010s were the first decade that the Yankees didn't win a World Series since the 1880s? I believe that's correct. Yeah. They got a shot. I love when the Yankees are good. Playoffs are always more fun when the Yankees are there. Whether you're cheering for them or against them. Yes. Playoffs are always better when the Yankees are involved. And the Yankee fan. Yankee fan is impassioned. You run a Yankee fan at like an airport watching a game, you can sit down next to them and talk about the game. Pre-COVID-19. Everything I say is always pre-COVID-19. And if it so happens that on that game they're playing the Detroit Tigers, they'll know about the Detroit Tigers because the Yankees fan is good. And if so, during that game, the pitcher for the Detroit Tigers is one Billy Chappell. We'll get a complete breakdown of the perfect game that he throws against the Yankees, and there'll be appreciation. Yeah, but they also have about 500 million bandwagon fans. I just like their merch. Well, they have a love for the game. I know you see what I'm doing here. Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. I wasn't going to say anything. I wasn't going to keep putting quarters on the ride. <sighs> so funny. <laughs> Where's Trevor Bauer going, Vital? <laughs> He's going to sign a d- day before spring training ends. From NFL to Major League Baseball. Let's break down some playoff games when we get back. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We spent our holidays at the Rio Rancho Convention Center, 95.9 FM, AM 610 D, Sports Animal. All right, fam. Before we get into it, the Rams and the Packers play today at 2.30. And if you're a radio guy, you can check that out on, right here on 610 The Sports Animal. Then immediately following... Baltimore will play Buffalo. So you have both games today on 610. And then tomorrow, the first game is at 1. Is that correct, Vital? The the uh, the one game we'll have on because we got UNM Lady Lobos basketball at 230 against UNLV. Okay. 
in progress will join the Bucks and the Saints, but the other game that's on is the Chiefs and the Browns, the early game okay. tomorrow. We'll just have the Bucks and the Saints. There we go. Also known as the Centrum Silver Bowl. Okay. It's <laughs> sponsored by Metamucil. Yeah. <laughs> oh. In partnership with AARP. <laughs> Van, do you happen to have in front of you the picks from last week? Why, I do, my friend. Okay. So there was a lot of confusion here. Because Vital thought he was going to pick winners. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was wrong. He was wrong. He was very, very wrong. He I'm always not, wrong with picks. He literally missed them all except for one. I'm going to tell you something about ABQ Central's pick'em season. Yes. Vital was absolutely demolishing us earlier in the year. Correct. But we weren't keeping score. <laughs> <laughs> So if we don't write down all of our picks. I have no documentation I was demolishing. No proof whatsoever. Well, Kind of like uh, overturning the election results. There's no proof whatsoever, Vital, of you winning our Pick'em League this year. But when when we did keep score, your boy, Van, was unstoppable. I I won the last three weeks and the wild card round. What was your record last week? Five and one. I got them all right and except for Seattle. Five? You were one and oh. five, I tell. Fred came in second with a four and two week. Ooh. Fred missed on the Colts. I did miss on the Colts. I was going with my heart there. Yeah. It was foolish of me. Foolish of me. So we kind of got them right, but Vital did not even come close. It was, it was Vital's <laughs> worst week of the year, and he saved it for the playoffs. It's when you, you know what I like a lot whenever it's the playoffs because the Packers are always there, you know? Mm, and I, I do love radio it. with you guys and you're both. You know, you bleed green and yellow, you know? So it's like, why even talk about the game? Like, why even talk about Rams versus Packers? Because you two, I could just turn off my microphone and you guys could just slurp on the Packers for well, 20 I, minutes. I have legit objective analysis for the game. Yeah, I do too. I'm a... Objective member of the press, Manfred. How dare you? Go, Pat, go. Listen, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not questioning your credentials. I'm questioning your fandom. Your fandom bleeds. Fandom so aside, I think it'll be a good game later today. Put a couple of dollars on it, make it good. That's how I see it. The Rams' story is they have to play their best quarterback, and they're upset about it. Yeah, isn't that weird? That's weird. Like, they had to announce that John Wolford isn't playing. Who? Yeah. Why is that a big deal? They're going to start their starting quarterback. Why is they that didn't a big start deal? him last week, did they? Well, until he got helmet-to-helmeted. He got rocked. That's a, and you haven't heard the fine either. Did that guy ever get fined for that? I have hit? no idea. I haven't heard anything. Yeah, I didn't follow up on that. I'm assuming yes. Because as of yesterday, the NFL said that they, they were gonna, they're gonna go. There's gonna be a fine next week or something. I didn't know that. I don't like people getting hurt. Okay, it's Wolford, not Wolford. Wolford's a college. Wolford's okay. a quarterback. 
My Wofford. bad. Sorry. I had a friend who went to Wofford. Wofford. And here, like when talking about the Rams, here's a team that I was like, okay, they're they're not going to be able to do anything against Seattle. This team's garbage. They got this weird quarterback. I get the defense is pretty good. I'm not going to say it's not. Just came out, and I was like, okay, like, can they beat the Packers? No, I'm going to say right? no. No. They're going to get stomped just as no. bad as Seattle was going to stop them. Wait. Here's my favorite fun fact. Okay. You can do this for any position, any skill group, any whatever. But Jared Goff in the cold. I'm going to tell you about this. Jared Goff has played two games in weather under 30 degrees. That seems like a large enough sample size. He has a 34.5 passer rating. That's not very good. No, it's not. It's quite poor. It's on a 100-point scale, Vital. It's on a 150-point scale. It's on a 157.3-point <laughs> scale, Vital. Yeah. And it's going to be balmy in Green Bay, 30 yeah. today. 30 and snowing. And it'll get colder as the game goes on. Aaron Rodgers, on the other hand, has played in six games, which are games below 30 degrees. All right, first of all, that's a lower number than I thought it would be. That's very cold. Yes. And he has a 108.7 passer rating. That's almost three times as good. (laughs) So it doesn't look good for Jared Goff. I think the Rams can put a game together. Their defense is going to cause problems for... Uh, Rodgers, they got to get that run game going with Aaron Jones, uh, C.J. Dillon, that power fullback. It's going to be the run game that's going to set up, you know, Rodgers because they're going to come after him, and Donald's going to be a beast, or he has been a beast. So, and then I think the Rams just take the pressure off Goff's thumb. They're just going to run it with Acres. He had a great game last weekend, and this is not. This is going to be a tough game for Green Bay. I mean, I'm a diehard Packers fan, but this one's going to be a good game. Did Aaron Rodgers have 48 passing touchdowns this season, Van? And yes. five interceptions. Yes. Almost a 10-to-1 ratio. And he's the league MVP. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, he lapped Mahomes the last few weeks. He deserves did he, it. Did he officially get a tequila sponsor after he so famously claimed how much tequila he was going to drink after the Packers drafted Jordan Love? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he will get one. He should have already if he hasn't. That's poor marketing. He's going to not just win this game. He's going to win it going away because he's making the greatest exclamation point possible. He's on fire. To the end of his Green Bay Packers story because they think Jordan Love is the jam. There's a lot of metrics to measure a quarterback season. Yes. But only one quarterback in the history of the NFL has had a better more efficient season than Aaron Rodgers this year. Any guesses on who that is? Kurt Warner. Also Aaron Rodgers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he outdid himself, right? Yeah. Only to yeah. be outdone by himself. He's on fire. Is one of the metrics to measure how good uh, Aaron Rodgers is, Devontae Adams? Is that one of the metrics? 18 touchdowns in 13 games. He's a beast. Then he missed some games. Can you believe that? That's going to be a really fun matchup to watch today is Devontae Adams versus Jalen Ramsey. 
one of the best oh, wide receivers. That is going to be a good matchup in the game, and then probably the best cornerback in the game. The running back's a big deal, and I believe he's a free agent, Aaron Jones. That's correct. Yeah, he is. He's going to get paid whatever you can like realistically afford to pay a twenty-six-year-old running back, which is old in running back years. Aaron Jones has like a little bit of Le'Veon Bell in him. Like he avoids the big hits. Okay. So I don't think he's got that many miles on him. Catches passes, does stuff out of the bag. It's just been the last two years he's been he's been carrying a lot of the running load. It's too good of a team on offense. Like if if you're like, here are the two options, man. Do you want the best offense or do you want the best defense? Because I'm going to pick offense every time. You, you, you know, it's, it's going to come down to who scores more points. That's Well, I mean, <laughs> dynamite analysis, but, like, you can, like, scheme to get away from Jalen Ramsey. You can scheme to get away from, I assume, again, AP Defensive Player of the Year, Aaron Donald, who's already won it twice. Even if he's injured and Aaron Donald is three-quarters of himself, he's still probably the best player on the field who's not Aaron Rodgers. still dominant. According to Pro Football Reference, that's the geek's book of the Ooh. NFL analytics, the Green Bay Packers grayed out as the number one offensive line this past season. And they're missing their five-time Pro Bowl left tackle, Bakhtiari. So that's going to be interesting, the matchup. On the, in, the, in the trenches, obviously, that's where the games are won, but... Uh, whoever blocks Donald, they're going to have a tough day. Well, the thing that we have to factor, Van and Vital, is that Aaron Donald played last week. And the Green Bay Packers didn't have to because they were on a bye. That's sweet. <sighs> That's gold. This time That's, of the year to rest yes. their players. Packers had a huge COVID scare. Did you see that? No. Yeah. Did they win? Uh, the left tackle that they signed to take Bakhtiari's place, Jared Veldier. Who he brought it in, huh? He got the Corvids, yeah. Oh, man. The O-line had to be quarantined and tested. Luckily, no one else got it. Have you seen this guy, Jared Veldier? He just signed the other day with a Colt. He had played the whole season with the Colts. He is a friggin' meat mountain. Yeah, he's he's a real good player. Oh, my God. It's a big man. Six eight. I'm six six, and I would not want to put more size on me. His problem is he's slow. He got slow feet, but boy, once he locks in on you, and he is jacked. Yeah. He is huge. He is all muscle. He's not a, a chubby offensive line type. He is giant and shredded. Now that guy, I would pay twenty thousand to give me good uh, seats at the strip club. <laughs> <laughs> As big as he is, what are you going to say? Get out of the way, Junior. Moses Malone, Junior. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, I just don't see the Rams, and this is coming as an objective radio guy. Yeah. I don't see the Rams putting a good enough game together to make the Packers sweat. Goff doesn't like the pocket, so McVay's going to have to get that running game going with Cam Akers. He had a big game against Seattle. Seattle's defense is... Yeah, kind of like Green Bay's. They they give up a lot on the run, so it's susceptible. Yeah, yeah. So Goff is going to have to get out of the pocket. I think they can contain him. 
Key yeah, Lakers, absolutely. He a rookie, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What did he go for last week? Buck seventy five. Yeah, something like there's, that. There's no way. There's just that's Green Bay's Achilles' heels. That run defense. Their Achilles' heel is ju- is is Goff's thumb. That's a, their Achilles' heel is actually in their thumb. You could just call it an Achilles' thumb. But that's where it's, golf it's does well on the play action. So Green Bay's going to have to get after him, and I think they will. Los Angeles Rams, number one team defense. You never know. Number one offense against the number one defense. Yep. You do know. You're going to see it today. And I'm not saying it's a small test. You know, it's like this is a chore. Like beating the Rams is a chore. But, like, the Packers, they don't mind a little choring. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but you, when you get to the divisional playoffs, you know, this is where your top seeds now are in, are in our plan. And so the, the, these aren't chump teams now we're seeing in the divisional round. It's where it gets a little more serious than last week. And and they completely dominated Seattle. The score wasn't indicative of, like, how absolutely dominant it was. Russell Wilson looked like himself for, like, one half of the first quarter. And then they just shut him down. Then he got some, some garbage time yardage and points. Before we go to break, Van, I'm trying to find any sort of a reason to give LA a shot here. Is it like is the absenteeism of the what is it, forty two thousand or whatever they put in Lambo? Like, there's no fans. Is that going to help? Is I that going to give LA a chance? Green Bay's home field advantage is the weather and the snow. <clears throat> yeah, that's a good point. Aaron Rodgers. I you don't, the, but let's you, talk about it when we come back. You got the Packers, man? Easily. But I tell you, you got the Packers? Of course. Me too. I don't even I don't think it'll be a thing. When we get back, get the evening game. Dave Busters presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ Studios, powered by New Mexico Pinon. We play on Team I-9, and we spend our holidays at the Rio Rancho Convention Center, 95.9 FM AM 610 D, Sports Animal. All right, breaking news, Van. Are you ready? Holla. Holla. The Capitol Rioter known as QAnon Shaman? Yeah. No bail. He's going to sit in jail um, until his trial. With his organic so. food. Here's the thing. After his trial, he's going to sit in jail. <laughs> so. For sedition. Forever. Ugh. Good nighttime football tonight, Van. Baltimore and Buffalo. So that'll be 6.15 or after the first game ends. Get it on 6.10 if you want to get it on 6.10. Um, have you ever seen two more exciting quarterbacks in a playoff football game? This is going to be a good one. Oh my gosh, dude. Must-see TV. Oh, my gosh. I say it every week. I'm a Josh Allen homer. Yes. But the Ravens were my Super Bowl pick to lose. Oh, okay. I am in a quandary here. Should I go with my preseason prediction? Or should I go with my new man crush, Josh Allen? I think you and I are going to be different ends on this one. The the Ravens were my dark horse pick in the middle of the year. They had the COVID problems. Lamar Jackson couldn't throw the ball straight. I knew they'd right the ship. They're as dangerous as any team in the playoffs, if you don't count the Kansas City Chiefs, 
Lamar Jackson can break one off at any second. But I don't think people know how good Josh Allen is, like how truly elite his skill set is. And I think that the Baltimore Ravens defense is not as good historically as they have been. So I got to go Buffalo. I can't go against my boy Josh Allen. He's just playing too well the past few weeks. Now, when you say don't know, are you talking about an NFL fan or are you talking about casual fan? Yeah, casual fan. Okay. Yeah, hardcore NFL fan. They know how good Josh Allen is. They know. Yeah. He's ranked third this year. Third-ranked quarterback that, behind only Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. That's that's rare air. The thing about that, though, is casual fan does know about Lamar Jackson. For sure. For sure. Highlights after highlight after highlight. Oh, my gosh. And that's like a, all right, Van, where it's uh, it's third and third and eight, so we got to get a big chunk here. We got a quarterback, and you can open up the entire playbook for both these guys. You want to draw back a little play action? You want to run it? They both got running backs. You want to keep it yourself? Like, literally anything can happen in any play here. Correct. Love that. Love that. If Lamar Jackson hits Hollywood Brown on a couple deep balls. That's the only way they stay in this. I think Buffalo. Oh. I think Buffalo's better top to bottom. I think they're Josh Allen's made for the playoffs, made for these kind of situations. He can always get you those three yards with his legs. He's going to spread it out, very accurate downfield. I think Buffalo's going to win easily. It's, I think two and a half, two and a half spread isn't enough. So I got Buffalo in an easy win. I'm th- I'm looking at a slugfest here. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's an easy one at all. You got a Ravens run game that's just been going wild, and you've got a Buffalo's defense that can pretty much stop it. But uh, I think you're going to see a lot of physical play here, and the, in the trenches, this is a big one. I think what you're going to see is what is this chapter one or is this chapter two of these two guys doing this for ten straight years? That's what you're going to see tonight. Yeah, both of these guys are going to be in the playoffs every year for a long time. Forever. Get used to it. This duo. Could probably say be... the same with Baker Mayfield and Patrick Mahomes. There's a lot of talent in the league. You Lakers know who right you can't say that with? Who's that, man? That'd be one Tom Brady and another Mr. Drew Brees. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a lot of tread left on those tires. No. We'll break that down in full after I get all of my uh, old-timey jokes. So, all right, Vital, who you got and why? Ravens, Ravens, over, Bills. First team over 21. Well, I, I've been sticking with the Bills all year, so I'm, I'm a Josh Allen fan. Um, Stefan Diggs has been a big acquisition of the year to me, the best, the biggest trade of the year that's worked out for Buffalo. And I see him and Allen hook, Josh Allen hooking up a couple of times against a pretty physical Ravens team. It's going to be a close game. Buffalo. Josh Allen completed 396 passes. 4,500 and some change passing yards. It's unreal. That is unreal to me. I cannot put that into perspective. 1,000-yard rusher for the Baltimore Ravens. And they are quarterback, Lamar Jackson. Um, 
You guys are going Buffalo. I'm going to go Baltimore. Uh, I knew you had to go yeah, Oppo on at least I one. Have to. The I like that J.K. Dobbins. I think he can play. I think Mark Andrews is a good tight end. Um, you talked about Hollywood Brown a little bit. I think that's true. Buffalo's going to be without half of their two-headed monster in the backfield. Zach Moss is out. I didn't know. Now you do, brother. You I feel even better about my pick now. Don't need them. <laughs> it's the Buffalo run defense versus the creativity of the Baltimore offense that I think is going to be the big one here. They can move it around, do some stuff with that quarterback. I'm in. And I don't trust like Micah Hyde to break down on a Lamar Jackson in the open field and take him to the turf. I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, he's going to break one. He always breaks one or two. That yes. Is death and taxes. Lamar Jackson's going to break one. That's it. Final thought, I'm going with the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson in the upset over the number two-seeded Buffalo Bills. You buying it? Not really. I mean, I think Buffalo no. is very, very good. I think Buffalo is – Miles apart from the Ravens. Both the teams. Ravens, in one metric, they got the number two defense in the league. Another metric, they're middling defense. So, Both hard. teams have won seven in a row. So, This is about as best of a spotlight as the NFL can have on like some of this new blood. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, this, what do I want to say, new, new wave? Is that fair? New wave. Fresh blood of quarterbacks. So anyways, I think if there's one that you don't miss, you don't miss this one. I think all of them are good. Oh, they're all good. Buccaneer Saints, that's going to be a really fun game to watch. Is it Drew Brees' last year? If Tom Brady can get all the way, is it his last year? I know Tom Brady has said that he wants to play until he can't play anymore. Right. But it seems like the whispers are is this is Drew Brees' last year. I only recently heard that. Yeah, I mean nothing there's nothing official. There's nothing from Drew Brees or his camp. It's gotta be the injury stuff, right? What's he been in the league now? Twenty years or something? He was with San Diego for the first year or two of his career. Then he I came think... over in oh seven. It Maybe. might even no 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 because Katrina was oh five. He was in San Diego, I think, even longer than that. Because when when did Philip Rivers get drafted in that big draft year of all those guys? So that was oh four. Oh four was Rivers and Roethlisberger and Manning and all that. Yeah, yeah. Eli, of course. Eli is the Manning I was referencing. But the, in that story that we're going to tell whenever we do hit Tampa Bay, New Orleans, is the same story we're going to tell next week when it's Green Bay versus Tampa Bay or New Orleans. <laughs> it's the same narrative. Like, as well as the AFC is doing it with young studs at quarterback, the NFC is like old guard. Rodgers playing like a young man. Oh, that's absolutely – yeah, because he's got Jordan Love right behind him. (laughs) 
he, he is never scared of Jordan's love. <laughs> I'm telling you, terrified. What did, Rod, what did Roger say in September? He's going to have to sit for another couple of years because I ain't giving up my spot, yeah. my job. Look what he, he did. Said, he said after the draft, he said, four shots of tequila. <laughs> like, what? That's exactly what I would have said. Grab a break, and when we get back, Cleveland, Kansas City. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central Live from the Talk ABQ studio, powered by New Mexico Pinon. Spend our holidays at the Rio Rancho Convention Center, 95.9 FM, AM, 610, the sports animal. All right, bands, you're going to get through a full day. It's a little more traditional of a day because we had the triple headers last week, right? Correct. So you're going to get – I really like that, by the way. That's like 10 straight hours of football, really, sitting on your couch. It really – rewards the number one team instead of the top two sneaking in you really got to fight to be number one and get that by and then you get a like a fringy team like the rams who do who mess around and do something special uh-huh yeah i agree with you you know the ravens defensive coordinator is the son of wink martindale i don't know who wink what wink martindale Famous talk, famous game show host Wink Martindale. You know who Wink? Never Martin? heard of him from the match game. From everything, I have no idea. Who <laughs> How do you not know who Wink Martindale is? Well, first of all, when you said his name was Wink Martindale, I thought maybe he was a backup infielder for the Yankees in the 1906 series. Oh, you're talking about Six Fingers Magulahan. Yeah, that's who you're thinking of. <laughs> Scooter McGee, who would come off the bench anytime he needed a solid left-handed bat. Wink Martindale? No clue. Did, like, is he is he famous like the most famous guys at it, or is he not that? Yes. Like Bob Barker. He's as famous as Bob Barker. Oh, yeah. Wink Martindale? Wait, I was no. thinking Larry Barker for a second. He's definitely more famous than Larry Barker. Not as famous as Bob, Bob Barker. Barker had been, what, 30, 40 years of The Price is yeah. Right? Yeah. Larry Barker? Like regional weather broadcaster Larry Barker? I've never heard of any of these people. Alex Trebek is up there. Like Bob Barker is up there. Yeah, I'm kidding. They're not related at all. Oh. But the defensive coordinator, Wink, <laughs> was named after the actual Wink. What's the actual Wink? The game show host. Oh, my gosh. None of this can be true. The monkey has a butler? Is that what they do in Arabia, Farba? <laughs> <laughs> this is compelling radio. Yeah, I'm just saying, if I was a super <laughs> famed talk show host, I would expect people to know who I am. You should know who Wink Martindale is. I don't know who that is. Was he on Nickelodeon Guts? No, he's like an old-timey, like game show network age. Not Green Slime. Double Dare? Did he host Double Dare, Van? Legends of the Hidden Temple? You're trying to anger me, and I'm not going to (laughs) bite. Here, I'm going to pull up his IMDB. I do like... What's an IMDB for talk shows? Is it just IMDb? Yeah, I think it's just IMDb. Okay. If your first name is a verb, 
I'm I'm more into you than I should be. Wink. All right, what's he hosted? Okay. He's a pretty prolific actor too. What? I'm about to look him up. So Wink Martindale. Okay, so I've seen this guy's haircut. <laughs> uh. So you're telling me I should know him because he's best known for something called Gambit, which I've never heard of. Tic Tac Doe, which I've never heard that of. That was a big one. Tic Tac Doe was a big one. Yeah, that was a big one. Okay. High Rollers was a big one. Yeah, that was Never heard of that either. Trivial Pursuit, obviously. It just says here he's a DJ. Yeah. DJ and talk show host. He had had pipes. Yeah, maybe. I'm just, this guy don't, this guy don't have the drip that you think he does. How do you not know this? Okay, so he was the host of Teenage Dance Party. And he was personal friends with Elvis Presley and convinced him to make an appearance in 1956. And then when Elvis hair is amazing, it's it's very strong. Yeah, this guy could have been big. It looks like he had like a normal '50s haircut, and then somebody just like slapped the Jesus out of him, and it just like dislocated (laughs) and popped up. It does look weird, (laughs) like a bumstead haircut, hairdo. But yeah, same name as the defensive coordinator of the Ravens. I'm just not buying. That as many people know of this person as you are claiming. Well, I'm games... also a baseball fan, so me and all the other 80-year-olds of the world know who this guy is. <laughs> I'm Okay, I think I remember him from his one guest appearance on the Eric Andre show in 2013. Oh, that's okay. an excellent reference. So I know who that is. <laughs> I don't like whenever someone's like, Hey, he's like the most famous of whatever. And I'm like, I've never even heard of that aspect. Like if you're the most famous, like competitive skydiver in the world, I don't know that. Like you, yeah, it's probably really famous in that circle. Okay. I'll give you a wink Martin Martindale example here. Okay. So your first round draft picks, you know, Alex Trebek, boom, he's going first off the board. Yes. You got your Pat Sajax. hundred percent. You got your Bob Barkers. Yeah. Maybe we'll throw uh, some young blood in there. A little Drew, Drew Carey action, yeah. some Wayne Brady action. D- Wayne Brady can hang and also... Wink I, Martindale I, is the tier right below them. So if we're talking like Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Josh Allen. And then the very next tier. Who's the guy that did the newlywed game? Also Wink Martindale. No, that was Richard Dawson. Yeah, Richard Dawson. Everyone knows that. Like, he, I, I have him pegged for Family Feud. That's how I see Richard Dawson. Here's, yeah. here's how far Wink Martindale is not on this list. Because above him, because I'm thinking back to like who wants to be a millionaire. So like Regis Philbin, obviously above him. I'm thinking back to like all those Nickelodeon shows. So Mark Summers, obviously above him. That's a, like, that's a special place in our generation, though. Mark Chuck Summers Lurie. ain't no Regis, dog. What? You are so wrong. Who's the girl that did the weakest link? She's above Wink Martindale. 
That's a really good trivia question. I think they're in the they're in the same tier. All right, you finally got somebody who's in the same tier as Wink Martindale. He's not even Howie Mandel. Oh, uh, yeah, Howie Mandel's like a second rounder. All right, he's sec- he's a second he's a bubbler. Did Dick Clark ever host trivia or was it all bandstand stuff? I think that was all bandstand. Okay. I guess it doesn't have to be trivia, just game show. Nah. Says here that he hosted Pyramid. I don't know what that is. Dick Clark on Py- what's Pyramid? The twenty thousand dollar Pyramid. So yeah. another classic was game big, show. Yeah. It was the okay. So Dick Clark 80s. did host that. So the, so even with like the quickest little bit of effort. Is that is that the song? Yeah. It was a it was a very strong melody. Okay. Tom Bergeron. Is higher than Wink Martindale. No, he's not. That's the same no. tier. Ann Robinson, yeah. Wink Martindale, Tom DeBergeron. That's that's second class. What about whenever – all right, do you remember that short period of time when you could win Ben Stein's money? Oh. Ben Stein is above Wink Martindale. No, no, that's a, he's a flash in the pan. I love I love the reference, and I love him as a person, but uh, he didn't have the stain power that Wink Martindale had. Thank you for taking me down this rabbit hole. But if it's not Steve Harvey going a million picks before Wink Martindale, that draft's wrong. I promise we're going to talk AFC divisional round football. I'm going to tell you why the Cleveland Browns are going to win when we get back. Dave Busters presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio powered by New Mexico Pinon. It's been our holidays at the Rio Rancho Convention Center, 95.9 FM, AM 610 Deep Sports Animal. Final hour of the program. Ban from the texter. What do you mean you don't know Wink Martindale? Because I don't. Because I don't. Okay. See? Was it my mom? No. Did she, all, <laughs> did she text you, I can't believe Fred doesn't know Wink Martindale? It totally did. That's too funny. Also from the texture, reminding us that the pride of Albuquerque, NBK himself, natural born killer, mm-hmm. Carlos Condit fights today. Oh, yeah. No, I knew that. You can get all of your MMA, UFC analysis. Fix. It's a fix. Yeah. On the next show, on the mic, with Mike and and Mike and another Mike, yeah, it's and multiple. a Micah, yeah. I tell you what, they do such a good job with that. We're, we're the only people not named Mike on on this whole station. I hate that. That yeah, that's factual. In the You're morning, they got Jeff Simbietta, which his real name's yeah. Mike, goes by Mike. Yeah, show me the birth certificate. Yeah, and then. Mike, Mike, Buck. Yeah. But he didn't want to go as M&M. And the afternoon shows, Michael and Mike taken. and Mike. And then after us is on the mic with Mike, Mike, and Micah. Correct. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> then after the show. Oh, yes. Keep going. I beatbox. And then Vital rocks the mic. Yeah. Yeah. 
I um, I have a I have a friend named Mike. His last name is Vital. I call him my friend. Oh yeah, yeah. Here's how old Wink. Here's how old Wink Martindale was. Is the last time the Cleveland Browns were in the playoffs, Wink Martindale was on TV. (laughs) Makes sense. I guess uh, divisional round. Divisional round. Mid nineties, right? Yeah, ninety four. Van is the last time the Cleveland Browns. Last time that dog pound got a sniff of the divisional round. Don't say sniff like that, please. I mean, what's the problem? <laughs> what's the problem here? Kansas City Chiefs playing in Kansas City, 10-point favorites. Is 10 enough? You know I'm a Browns homer. You know oh, I, I lobbied yeah. very hard last week for you to bet money on the Browns to upset Pittsburgh. I was right. Okay, I also picked. I love the Browns, but they're going to get demolished by a far superior Kansas City team. To me, the the Chiefs are playing at a higher level. Van, who is the quarterback for the 1994 division around Cleveland Browns? Oh, man. Uh, Bernie Kosar. That's what I thought, too. But it was Vinny Testaverde. Oh, is it Vinny and the Browns? Wink Martindale. (laughs) Wink Martindale the third. Cleveland had a little bit of problem with the COVID-19. So, like, now they should be, like, back. Like, like both these teams, really, are, like, for the – like, hey, we got our whole squad out here. Because Kansas City kind of, I'm not going to say coasted. That's not fair. But it's like maybe the first time they've been full strength in, what, like two weeks? A little yep. bit, maybe a little bit heavier? Three weeks, maybe? Well, yeah, they had a bye week, so two games, three weeks. Do you think both these teams will just, like, right away, they're divisional teams, they're, they're at this level, they're going to go out there and congeal? Or do you think there's going to be a little bit of a uh, – you got to shake the rust off. I think you'll see that in the first quarter for yeah. Kansas City. They're going to come in rested. They they had a, they had two bye weeks basically because they didn't even suit up anybody week seventeen. They're going to come in super fresh. Yeah, it shouldn't be a problem for them. No, they'll be fine. It's going to be I. It's going to be bad. It's going to be very bad. Yeah, I think Cleveland is legit. They're a very Not good there team. Yet. They're going to be a very good team for the next few years, but they're no Kansas City. And they they're don't especially have, no Kansas City this year. No. They don't have anyone that can go stride for stride with Tyreek Hill. They don't have a defensive player that can do that. They're, they, they have, they're without Sammy Watkins. So that will help them key on Tyreek a little more. Is the kid's name Ward? Denzel Ward? Is that his name in the corner? Yeah. Pretty good. I'm not going to yeah. say he's not good, he, but we're pretty good. Yeah, but we're talking about different level stuff here. Yeah. And the way they move Tyreek Hill, like he's in the slot, he's an H back, he's on the outside, he's in motion. He's. The Chiefs' speed at the wideouts is incredible. And then Kelsey, Kelsey. their tight end, makes it even so more good. formidable. This is going to be a little sprinkle of hyperbole because I've seen Tony Gonzalez. I've seen Antonio Gates. Yeah, Kellen Winslow. Kellen Winslow, senior. <laughs> senior only. Yeah. Oh, I'm a soldier. No one's done it like Travis Kelsey did it this year. It was complete domination. 
Yeah, he is rare air. If you're able to breathe him in, like that's a special breath to take. Fantasy sports isn't the best comparison of a player, but the same distance and points scored in between the number one and number three tight end, so that would be the amount of points scored in between Travis Kelsey and the third tight end, who would be Robert Tanyan, is the same distance in between Robert Tanyan and the 50th ranked tight end. So that's how much better than Travis Kelsey was than everybody. Wow. And it wasn't even close. And there's some teams that will, like, utilize the tight end. Like, San Diego tries to utilize the tight end. Like, Tampa Bay, but they use a couple different guys. Travis Kelsey's a wide receiver who blocks sometimes. Yep. For a guy his size, he can move downfield. And he's a big target in the red zone. And he's always pretty productive in the red zone, obviously because of Mahomes. I mean, there's a lot of people who know more about football than me. Uh, Yes, without a doubt. And... You, you pro football expert, would like to give me some analysis here. Please do. 505-246-0610. I think like Gronk being so dominant is just size and pure physicality. Okay. It seems like yeah. Travis Kelsey can read the field better than anyone I've ever seen. Like he's always Good open. Vision. Yeah, he's yeah. great vision for the defense. I think Gronk is just a freak. I think the, I, Go ahead. I don't believe he's ever failed at anything in his life, Travis Kelsey. Like, he's, he's the best his position. He wins ships. He's Jimmy Garoppolo good-looking. Like, this dude is unstoppable. And there's no one, like we said, on that Cleveland side that's going to be like, oh, I can, yeah, we'll just lock him down. There's too many options for that Kansas City team. Right. Too many. Cleveland might not score. Oh, Cleveland will score. Oh, okay. Yeah, Cleveland's too good. And Kansas City's defense is is competitive, but they're not they're not shut down. What are they, yeah, like they, ninth or tenth ranked they've defense? They've got Chris Jones, that nose tackle, who just can plug everything up. But the Browns have a top ten run game, so they're run heavy to set up Mayfield. If, if, if you want Mayfield to win a game, not yet. But he's got that run game behind him with Chubb, and I can't remember the other guy, so that makes – Cleveland a little dangerous. I think, well, May- cool. I think Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns are good enough to have a signature kind of type win, but it's not today. You don't think that former Kansas City Chief Kareem Hunt has got a little chip on his shoulder? Hungry. Hungry. No, hey, because way, it's his fault. Yeah, I hate Kareem Hunt. <laughs> no, it's his fault. It's completely 100% his fault. You can't have a chip on the shoulder when it's a chip on the shoulder for yourself. Did you watch the Michael Jordan documentary on the Bulls? Sure. Michael Jordan put a chip on his shoulder from someone not holding the door for him. Yeah. You can create a chip out of anything. Very spiteful man. Yeah, insanely spiteful. Didn't even allow Luke Longley in his documentary. He, yeah, isn't that hilarious? Kept Isaiah Thomas off the dream team. And I took that personally. <laughs> Isaiah Thomas, better than Larry Bird at that time. Not even close. Not even close. Definitely better than Christian Leitner, although I know they ended up a college guy, whatever. I don't want to talk about that. That should have been Shaq. 100%. 100%. <laughs> 
You got the Chiefs going away, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think yeah. the spread should be thirteen and a half, something like that. What is it currently? Ten. Ten even. No. Yep. That's not high enough. That's what I thought. I have to make my way down to the book. By Tao. What's the over under on that? Uh fifty seven. Over? Some places have fifty seven point five. Yeah, I would say over. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think they're both going to score in the 30s? I think the Chiefs are going to score 40. Chiefs are going to put up high 30s or 40 against Cleveland. And Cleveland's Listen, not going to be shut out. I could okay. see 42 points for the Chiefs, yeah. KC going away. I'm going to take, take the under. That's a smart bet. Yeah, and I'm still going to take them to cover. Because I don't think Cleveland's going to score. Because I think Kansas City's going to score early, and Cleveland's going to have to try to do things like I'm literally on the shoulders of Baker Mayfield, and they're not going to be able to do it. That's my vibe. I got the Chiefs. Same. Okay. And it's not that I don't think it'll be a competitive game. I do. I think it'll be fun to watch. Both these quarterbacks are tremendous. It's not the game we're going to get tonight. Because Baker Mayfield's not quite there yet. It'll still be fun. It'll still be exciting. Oh, my gosh, yes. Like, Cleveland just winning a game in the playoffs is, is really cool. Even being in the playoffs, that's so good for that fan base. Well, look at all the fan bases that have won one victory. The Buccaneers, and then you've got the Bills, and you've got Cleveland. I mean, you've got some franchises that just haven't won in years, so it's Pretty interesting coming up here in divisional playoff weekend to see a lot of fresh blood in terms of teams. But then with that said, defending Super Bowl champs, Kansas City Chiefs. Who are in their own league. Yeah. And I mean, it's not fair to Kansas City and it's not fair to their competition that we put them up on a pedestal like we do. But they got the best skill players. They got one of the best coaches. They got arguably the best quarterback. I mean, it's not fair. It's They're playing a video game. Like, if me and you were playing Madden, I'd be like, you can't get Kansas City. Like, anybody <laughs> yeah. anybody except for Kansas City. It's okay, like you, it's like mid-2000s Michael Vick. You can't play yeah. – you can't use Michael Vick in Madden and have it be fair. You can't use the current incantation of the Kansas City Chiefs and have it be fair in Madden. No. Do you, like, if you pick Kansas City and Madden, I'm picking Kansas City. It's totally. <laughs> it's the geriatric bowl whenever we get back. Dave and Busters presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ Studios. We're powered by New Mexico Pinon. We spend our holidays at the Rio Rancho Convention Center, 95.9 FM, AM 610 D, Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program. It's a football weekend here on the show. So yeah, it is. Th- we picked three of them, Van. Correct. But the thing is, there's a fourth one. This is the closest one to me. To your heart. This is the closest one to your heart, is what you meant uh, to say. To a coin flip. Oh, okay. Closest to a coin flip. Okay. So this one to me is is most dearest to my heart, as I feel like I am watching my childhood heroes in their swan song. Yeah, you've had a 20-plus year relationship with these people. Correct. (laughs) 
And there was at one point when Tom Brady was the villain to me. Long when time. Tom, yeah. When he and the New England Patriots, in an effort replacing Drew Brees, excuse me, Drew Bledsoe, beat my St. Louis Rams as they were supposed to be starting their dynasty. That is correct. On Adam blinking, bleeping Vinatieri's game-winning everything. So I hated Tom Brady. You and a lot of people. I don't anymore. I do not at all. You remember when he's standing there winning the Super Bowl and he's got his arms out over his head? Like he's doing like the, I can't believe this. Yeah. Now when he wins one, he's like, I absolutely believe this. Win them all the time. And now that they're in the same division, if they both continue to play, we're going to, you know, there'll be more of this. Vital were the Saints undefeated against the Buccaneers. Is that right? That is correct. Yeah, they swept them in the regular season. They're division rivals, obviously. And they're at home, and they're three-point favorites. So this would be the time for Tom Brady to do Tom Brady things. Exactly. Yeah. Got them right where you want them. Yep. They beat me twice this year. The Mandalorian didn't start with the dark saber. He had to win it. <laughs> I'm excited to watch WandaVision. I'm going to watch that today. You going to start that? Yeah. I guess the, the first one came out yesterday, but I was a little preoccupied. So I'm going to curl up on the couch and watch that today. Well, I'm going to continue to pick the favorites. All weekend. And I'm Smart. taking the Saints. Oh, no. There's no it way. It really seems like there's rumblings of this being Drew Brees' last season. Mm-hmm. And it's not like both teams aren't going to try really, really super hard. They both will, yes. But I think like they're just going to pull it through for Drew Brees. Get him another win. Get him to the next week. Try to get him to one more Super Bowl. And the Saints pull it out over playoff Tampa. And it's hard to pick against Brady in the playoffs. It's so dangerous. Like Antonio Brown is your third best receiver, and you're Tom Brady. So, but here's where it gets caught up because Tom Brady greater than sign Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara greater Even. than sign all of the wide receivers on Tampa Bay. Yeah, and Latavius Murray is a starter in half the league. You're saying equal to Tom Brady and Drew Brees? Correct. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. We're talking ships, son. Yeah. Ships are a, a team victory. Drew Brees is just as good as Tom Brady. Oh, no. No. Hard no. Yes. He is. No, he's the at his personal accolades. of Tom Brady. He's ahead of Tom Brady in every accolade. He's ahead shorter for than Tom Brady. Rings. You talking bad about Drew Brees? Yeah. Fred, show me, show me on the doll where the bad Drew Brees touched you. <laughs> I like how you have this stance where at 13 and 4, New Orleans is world beaters compared to the 12 and 5 Tampa Bay Buckaroos. I think New Orleans has a better defense, top to bottom. I think they have a better running game. And I think with a healthy Michael Thomas. Their receiving core is almost as good as Tampa Bay's. 
and then they just play hungrier because they want to get Drew Brees another win. And Tom Brady's going to play till he's fifty. Yes, he'll, he'll have he'll have ten more shots at this. I don't think Drew Brees does. Okay, in the famed words of Tom Brady, "Beat me once, shame on you. Be- beat me twice, well, 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 I won't get beat again." <laughs> <laughs> now watch this drive. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to best Tom Brady three times in one season? That, that would be um, Drew Brees. No, say that's my face and I'll call you a liar. With You're this, a liar. Got the Mikhail Gorbachev birthmark. <laughs> You're like, oh my gosh. No one talks about that. <laughs> well, I do. That's like talking about Rasheed Wallace's gray spot. Like, no one brings that up. Or Wink Martindale. I do often. Or, yeah, or Wink Martindale. <laughs> Drew Brees' birthmark is the Wink Martindale of birthmarks. <laughs> Everyone knows about it. It's not the best birthmark out there. This week on the I-9 Varsity, best facial <laughs> birthmarks. I'm not screwing up the 2001 version of the MySpace Top 8. That's really good. You're, that's that's too good. You're in mine. I'm just letting you know. Van Nunley is in my top eight. Yeah, top one better be. Top one. Real one. I I'll settle. Re- I'll settle. I got the real one spot taken. I'll settle for two. I'll settle for the silver. I have to win or, I have to win or place at this. There's only one. <laughs> there's only one I'll let you rank above me. Only so, one. Like, this weekend, Tom Brady's like Super Bowl or bust, and you're like Fred's top eight or bust. <laughs> <laughs> Drastically different places in your life. Antonio Brown's your X Factor. Your team's in trouble. <sighs> the team you're trying to sell? Yep. <laughs> it's so difficult to beat someone trace times. It is. Drew Brees about to do it. Here's the thing, though. Here's the statistic. I looked it up. It has happened 32 times in NFL history. Where a team that has swept a team in the regular season has met them in the playoffs, okay? It is overwhelmingly in the favor of the team that sweeps. 20 to 12 is the sweeping team victorious. Makes sense to me. So I'm over here like grandstanding off a of fallacy. Perennial Super Bowl contenders. This is a changing of the guard, too. It's not like a direct handoff, but because all the other games are so well-featured with, like, young talent, well, I guess the AFC games. All right. I'm, going, I'm on the book. I'm going Buccaneers. Vital, who you got? I like the Buccaneers offense. It's been uh, playing real well. Okay. Me against well, the world. Saints always it. have playoff misery. The miracle in Minneapolis, remember that? The the pass interference thing with the Rams. Always something goes wrong with them, so that's why that's I don't really trust them. Also, at the beginning of the season, Van, I don't know if you recall, we were doing our season predictions. I have Tom Brady and the undefeated Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the Super Bowl. I do recall. It was nice of Tom Brady to let five games slip. I mean, he's a nice guy. 
Four games? I don't know what it was. Four Over games? under seems low. What is it? For Brady versus Breeze. 52. All right, I'm going to give you an over. Uh, here's over. An, here's an over under. Both teams. 20 rushing attempts. Uh, New Orleans, yes. Tampa Bay, no. New Orleans has to run the ball that many times. You think? So oh, be yeah. The, the kid that used to be a Raider, what's his name? He'll go up the middle a couple Latavius times. Latavius Murray. Alvin Kamara will not run it. He'll just catch passes out of the backfield. They'll still give him 12, 15 carries. Taysom Hill will get like Taysom two Hill. or three. Yeah, okay. Latavius will get about five maybe, maybe up to ten, depending on game flow. New Orleans runs the ball a lot, so I'd take the over on rushing attempts for New Orleans. Take the under on Tampa. Because they just got Fournette. It seems like uh, Ronald Jones is going to be out. He's a game-time decision, but it looks like it's more doubtful. Not looking promising, yeah. right? All right, my money's on the Buccaneers, the money that I'm not actually betting. Okay, Van has Green Bay, Buffalo, Kansas City, New Orleans. Vital has Green Bay, Buffalo, Kansas City, Tampa. Fred has Green Bay, Baltimore, Kansas City, and Tampa. So it looks like, like another it. easy win for your boy Van. Okay. See, <laughs> that kind of ignorance. That ignorance. <laughs> See, New Orleans Tampa Bay is like a 50 50 for me. If I was a betting man, I would not bet this game. I think Chiefs minus 10 is an easy bet, Bills minus 2.5 is an easy bet. And I wouldn't bet on the Packers Rams either. In that weather. Six and a half might be too big a spread. Well, I mean, I can't bet the game because I can't bet against either of these quarterbacks. Sure. It's not even that I'm betting for one of them. They're just too good. How are you going to watch it? Isn't watching football a little weird with the COVID-19? Because me and you are the... Let's go down to the the watering hole, guys. Yes. How are you gonna, yeah. How are you going to take this in? I mean, if it wasn't for the pandemic, we'd be watching the the games at Sports Bar. Friend of the show, Dave and Buster's. Dave and Buster's. We'll be hosting a party, giving away gift certificates and swag and memorabilia, but we're not because we no. can't have anybody there. When this and thing get- when this thing opens up, friend of the show, loyal listener, follow us because we're going to have some fun. We're going to be the two funnest dudes on the planet. The dudes when you get back to regular? Yeah. Oh, oh. God, hey, I'm want, so excited. You want hot takes? Or, excuse me, you want hot tickets for games? Give me hot takes. I'll trade them right out. Yep. When we get back, a little improv radio before we do today's varsity. The varsity 2021 if it was top eight in MySpace, Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ Studios, powered by New Mexico Pinon, and we spent our holidays at the Rio Rancho Convention Center, ninety-five point nine FM AM six ten, the Sports Animal. All right, Van, you you can give a one-year deal to Matt Chapman, okay? If you're Matt Chapman, are you insulted? How much money? Great question. Six and a half. This is your, you're talking his arbitration numbers? Oakland. Yeah, his arbitration. Yeah, his arbitration. 
Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I'm not talking about – you are correct in what you're saying. But we both know that that only matters when the team's trying to do you dirty. Arbitration only matters when the team is trying to really put one over on you. Because you can sign guys to anything. Sure. Forgo it. Six and a half million, that's a lot of money. That's a, that's a lot of arbitration money. That's a, that's a lot of money, but it's not what he's worth. No, because he's worth all of it. He's at least a 15 million guy. And you know, I, I hold Matt Chapman in high regard. I, just, I think he's tremendous. I, he's a vacuum cleaner at third base. Probably the best glove. You could easily make an argument that he has the best glove in the I hot agree. corner. Rendon is money. Arenado's money. Bregman's money. But Matt Chapman stands alone for the Correct. glove in the hot corner. He's got an itty-bitty glove, too. Yeah, let's, let's, I'd say this. His glove is worth $6.5 million. And then Correct. you tack on the bat. Well, and the thing that's the thing is <laughs> you don't get him after this year. Because if you, if you give me six and a half in arbitration, next year when you can't, I'm leaving. Well, you know Oakland doesn't pay for anybody anyways. No, they never do. They never do. Uh, Oakland has him wrapped up for two more years. This is his first year of arbitration. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. So he'll probably be making, what, six and a half million? It's usually about one and a half times. It's about one and a half times every raise. So he'll probably get nine or ten million next year, about 15 million the last year, and then he's an unrestricted free agent. But six and a half million for Matt Chapman, that might be the best deal in all the majors. Yeah, because like your, your utility outfielder in San Diego, Tommy Pham, just signed for eight. He is very good at baseball, though. Since he got his eyes fixed. He was good before. Can you imagine how good you have to be at baseball to be blind and still make it to the major leagues? God, that's an excellent point. His vision was like if dirt would come up from the infield and get in his eyes, he was out for the game. I'm, that's not an exaggeration. I believe you Isn't are correct. Isn't that crazy? We made it two hours and 35 minutes into the program. And I'm going to do it, Van. I'm okay. going to do it right now. All right. I'm kind of nervous. What's going on? Do you know the NHL's back? <laughs> Only because you told me. <laughs> <laughs> this came back on Monday. Is that correct? I believe it came back on Monday. Yeah. Yeah, I only knew that because you told me. The NHL season's longer than baseball season. How do they do it? It seems like the NHL is perpetually on. There's a game. There's an NHL. Are they called games? Matchup? There's a, there's a, there's a hockey one. Every night. How do, you say ga- the, how do you say game in Canadian? Uh, game. Okay. That's what they call it. So there's a skate every night. In the NHL for the next 162 nights. It's less now. That was at the start of the season. So 
So that amount of time subtracted from 162, mm -hmm. which is how long a baseball season is in games. Crazy. No one really knew, though, right? Like, when the NHL was like, hey, we're going to push the start of the season back to January or whatever, then people were like, so? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh, are you? Hmm. Interesting. And here's a weird thing they're doing, because you can't have fans in attendance, right? I mean, unless you're like Florida and you're weird. Sure. Florida and Texas. They're open. Yeah. Does Texas have a hockey team? Dallas. But, like, even still, like, they're blacking out games locally and stuff. It's like, what are you doing? Like, what, what are you doing, uh, Fox Sports Tampa? That's how dumb of an organization the NHL is. They're the opposite of the NBA. Mason, Mason Crosby. Okay, I will try. Um... Num Alexander Ovechkin. Gah, you beat me. Yep. That's my only two that I know. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky Jr. Is he there yet? Are there still Sedanes? Are they still in? Hey, what about uh, – I, I do know that the kid from Boston, Chara, is no longer in Boston. Because he's like 6'8". Oh, my God. That's so much. Yeah. And when you put sharp-ass blades on the feet of someone who's 6'8", well, that's terrifying to me. What if he were to fall and his leg came up? It hit you right in the noser. That's the worst nosebleed you'd ever get. I know more about the Mighty Ducks, the fictional characters in the movie, than I do about the actual Mighty Ducks. Oh, and it's not even close. It's not even close. I have shot so many knuckle pucks in my life. And pick up inline skate hockey. Oh, the Irish guy. The Irish guy. Uh, Connor, not Connor McGregor. Nope, not Connor oh. McGregor. Connor McDavid. He's a big. Okay, he's a, he's big, a deal. big deal. He's yeah. a big deal. I don't know he's another. Very one. good. He's kind of oh. like the Mahomes of the NHL. Oh, like he can't tell what ethnicity he is. You're thinking of Pete Davidson. Oh, okay. Love Pete Davidson. <laughs> Did you watch He's King the... of Staten Island yet? No, should I? It was phenomenal. Yes, you I should. I got time. It just got moved from Amazon to HBO, so now you can just watch it for free. Here's the thing. I have all of the streamings, but I have uh, yeah, none I know. of the streamings. I know we do. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. Hey, listener. I'm going to watch WandaVision tonight, which I'm very excited about. Actually, I think I'm going to sneak it in before football. That's a good day. It is a very good day. I'll probably laugh during it. Football or division? Yes. And you know my definition of a good day, Van. It involves division. Good day for me involves Wanda Sykes. <laughs> She's excitable. She's just a real firecracker, I'll tell you what. I'm excited. Do you know another Wanda? Can you think of another Wanda? I was going to do the name game, but I can't think of another one. <laughs> you just wanted to chip Wanda names? Yeah. I forgot there's not any. Um, I know about Willy Wonka's wife, Willy Wanda. 
Maybe Wanda Wonka. There was a movie. <laughs> I really, I no, I cannot come up with another one. Um, like not a one. Speaking of Willy Wonka, it's not a strong name. Who's a worse movie villain? The Joker from The Dark Knight. Okay. Or He's Grandpa tremendous. Joe from right. Willy Wonka. Oh, no, see, that's. That Grandpa Joe's a pile of garbage. Can you believe the, <sighs> the audacity? I mean, first of, that, of all, forget Grandpa Joe. That the octogenarian. Can you believe he did that? He just stayed in bed for a decade while his family took care of him. I believe that's lesser than the actual amount of time that he, he just laid there in bed. bed. Yes. He had to change his bedpan. Correct. Change, Force- his, change his nightcap. Yes. For a decade. And then his Literally. grandson wins a contest. And he gets up and starts soft shoeing it around the cabin. Immediately. Like he's Sammy Davis Jr. all of a sudden. Grandpa Joe's a pile of garbage. No. And if you notice, he had imprisoned either his own daughter or his daughter in law. I'm not sure the relation. Imprisoned and forced her into a life of servitude to where she had to wait on him for what I believe to be greater than 10 years for his every woman need. And then the second he got out of a bed, she wasn't in the movie anymore. What happened to her? Well, she's there taking care of the rest of the degenerate family. They weren't there anymore either. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's for all we know is he took sweet, precious, innocent baby Charlie. To the to the factory and and left, like like burned to a crisp his entire family. Yeah. Like there was only success for Grandpa Joe and his murderous rage. And he couldn't follow a friggin' rule. Like there are very simple rules at Wonka Land, and Grandpa Joe broke every single one of them. It wasn't Charlie's fault. Grandpa Joe was the bad guy. Grandpa Joe's the biggest villain in movie history, and I'm sticking by it. The Joker's number two. <laughs> what is that? Hans, Hans Gruber yeah. from Die Hard's number three. Yeah, the asteroid from Armageddon. Yeah, asteroid from Armageddon. When we get back, 2021, top eight on your MySpace, okay? So it's who your, who your top eight is right now because you followed President Donald Trump to MySpace, which I don't know if that's an actual thing that happened. I'm literally just saying that. Dave Busters presents ABQ Central live from multiple talk ABQ studios, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We spent our holidays at the Rio Rancho Convention Center, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. And welcome back to 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. You're listening to Dave and Busters presents ABQ Central live from the at talk ABQ studios. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee and we party at the Rio Rancho Event Center. Freddie, you back? Yeah, yeah. Welcome back. I was, well, I got so excited about putting my list together. Oh, okay. I was building my top eight. Today's varsity. Your top eight on MySpace in 2021, okay? Okay. I will go first if you will allow me. Please do. So first, I have you and Vital. You're both in my top eight. Smart. 
Very good first okay. pick. It's a very good first pick. Okay. So what, and like that's that. not – it's actually two picks. I went two there. Oh, you knocked out two? We're, we're not a team. We're two separate N- picks. Correct. You, okay. You don't have a shared MySpace. So I have you and Vital in my top eight. Okay. I got my first pick. Okay. Considering the events of 2020 – Okay. And continuing into 2021. Yes. I'm going to choose an infectious disease expert. Oh. It could be anyone. Okay. But as a default, the one that everyone knows, I'm going to start off with Dr. Fauci. Oh, that's a good one. That's uh, a very good one. If you're going to have a top eight, you got to have... some brains in there, considering we got a pandemic. Fauci's going to be in my top eight. Yeah, hard to argue with that pick. Yep. Okay. So I'm going. All right. So for my third in my top eight, I'm putting in Dustin Diamond. Oh. Who, who recently announced stage four cancer? Does being do- in your top eight make you live longer? No, no, but it's just, I just want him to know that he has the support of me Oh, in his journey. So I'm putting Dustin Diamond in my top eight. Okay. Okay. So after another historic season where he made his case for MVP. <laughs> yes. Seems like a guy who knows how to have a good time. Seems like a guy who can get you out of some jams. Seems like a guy that doesn't scare and we really need that in 2021. Number two in my top eight is Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he stole my thunder. <laughs> <laughs> with a D. Rodgers with a D. Okay, that's a good one. Um, My next one is just the number eight in a picture. And then you can associate that with, like, Cal Ripken or, like, Kobe Bryant or, like, Steve Young or Yogi Berra. So I'm just putting the number eight in there because if you love Troy Aikman, so do I. So that's mine. I'm just putting the number eight in my top eight. And my next pick, somebody who is near and dear to my heart. Yes. Somebody I spend so much time with. Somebody that sits right next to me mm-hmm. quite often. Yes. Some t- someone I talk to a lot. Little guy, you're about to do you have? Do you know who I'm about to say, Vital? Uh, there's a lot out there. Go ahead. Fred, do you have any guesses? Yes, you're going to pick little guy, your dog. Nope, I'm going to go with my mom. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Nice to sneak her in there. Yep. I am going to put into my top eight a person who has breathed so much life into me over this last really two years and has just revigorized me. And not just me, but the entire country. I'm going to put John Favreau into my top eight. Man, that's a smart pick. Yeah. That is a very, very smart pick. With The Mandalorian and reinventing Star Wars, yes, you're in the top eight. My next pick okay. is very close to my last pick. Okay. Because it's somebody yeah. 
that I see every Saturday. All right. Who sits right next to me. Okay. I love them very much. Mm-hmm. I talk to them at great length. Yes. I spend more time with them than almost anybody. Okay. One of my favorite people. Yes. Any guesses if I tell who my next one's going to be? That's a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have a way better guess if you were listening to what I was saying. Yeah, I was listening. Because I'm really trying to bait you <laughs> to get you to say Fred, but you're ruining my joke. Again, it's a very good joke. So it's not Fred. It's not Fred. It's my dog, LG. LG, okay. all right. Yeah, a little and I will throw, that. as a package deal, LG and Darby. Okay, the other dog that no one likes. So you've yeah. thrown your two dog then. Okay. Yeah, like six or seven people like my other dog. Me included. <sighs> it's a really good dog. I am a person who says that love is love. I am a person who says be, be you. Whatever you need to be the most comfortable in your own skin, you do. I've had a lot of plastic surgery personally. I wouldn't be the person I am today without it. We can't tell. It looks very gonna, natural. Thank you. It was done by a professional. I'm going to put Elliot Page in my top eight. I like the face of change. So I'm going to put Elliot Page in my top eight, formerly Ellen Page. It was a very brave and bold mood by Elliot and a very brave and bold pick by Fred. Yes. So there we go. So I'm now so so that's where I'm currently at. What do you got? Well, if you only have eight people to choose from. Yes. You need someone who's gonna get it done, who's stared into the face of adversity. Someone who's quick witted yeah. and can pivot at any second and use anything around him to better your situation. So everyone needs a guy like this. I'm going MacGyver. Okay. I'm putting MacGyver yeah. in my top eight. All right. You literally went with a Swiss Army knife. Yes, I did. So um, I'm going to have in my top eight a tribute page to Alex Trebek. Okay. I think it's important. Yeah, no wink. Come on. No. It's actually not a tribute page to Alex Trebek. It's a... Oppo tribute page to Wink. It's an anti-Wink Martindale yeah, page. Yeah, people just bash him. Are you familiar with the internet? I am familiar. I think that exists already. You got one more or are you done? Did you get to eight? No, I'm only at five. <laughs> oh, you better hurry up. We only got like a minute. You already got your eight? No, I got one more. I got Stacey Abrams. All right, what else you got? Oh, my God. Stacey Abrams was on mine, too. <laughs> oh, look at this. I was going to go on this rant about enacting change and how to motivate people. But since you stole it, I'm not going to go on my rant. Deal. Hey, look, we got we got the same one. Yeah, we're one. Okay, there's one, two, three, four, five, six. The big All difference right. I, I see is you didn't put me in yours, and I put you in mine to start. <laughs> see, we got two different jokes here because I was going to milk it. I was going to milk it and put you last. But you are my last in my top eight, and they are in Aww. no particular order. Of course you're in my top eight, Fred. I love, I love you so that. much. I left a spot open for the real one, so there's always that, too. Like whenever the real one slides in, she can be right there. So Excellent. Very this smart. This was nice. This was nice. A little 2021 top eight on MySpace if, if you follow Donald Trump there, which I don't know if he actually went. Good program today. A lot of football. Excellent program. Then we broke had it down. Of, had a lot of fun with it. 
Any final words, man, before we go? Not enough for the time allotted, my friend. We got to go. Good job, everyone. GG. See you next week, Burke.